0: This morning we're going to continue reading in 1 Corinthians. We'll be reading in chapter 16 today in uh, verses 10 and 11. Again, Happy Mother's Day for all of you moms. Thank you. Thank you for cleaning our clothes even when we didn't get them in the hamper like you asked us to. Thank you for cooking our favorite chocolate cake even though everybody else wanted pie. Thank you for watching our puppet show, even though you'd already seen it 17 times that afternoon. Thank you for being mom. If anyone deserves to have a day named after you, it's you. Several mothers figure prominently throughout the Scripture. Eve, Sarah, Naomi, Hannah, Mary, just to name a few. Moms are extremely important to God's story. As Paul concludes his letter that we know of as 1 Corinthians, he gives some personal instructions to several different people and about several different people, including a fellow named Timothy. We find his instructions to Timothy... Here in verse 10 of 1 Corinthians chapter 16. If Timothy comes, see to it he has nothing to fear while he is with you. For he is carrying on the work of the Lord just as I am. No one then should refuse to accept him. Send him on his way in peace so that he may return to me. I am expecting him along with the brothers. This morning... We're going to take a look at what led up to these instructions. Why does Paul have these specific instructions about Timothy? Who is this fellow and what can we learn from these instructions that Paul provides for him? We're going to find out that what you do for Christ has a far-reaching impact. Now, who is Timothy and how did he get here? Timothy was the son of a Jewish mother and a Greek father. He was born in Lystra, a town in the high plains of southern Asia Minor. We're not told precisely when Timothy became a believer, but it was sometime before what we often call Paul's second missionary journey. He joined Paul. On that missionary journey, perhaps to replace John Mark. You'll remember uh, John Mark leaves in the midst of one of the journeys of Paul. On several occasions, Paul sends Timothy to help out with different churches, including the churches in Thessalonica, Macedonia, and in Corinth. When Paul writes the letters that we know of as First and Second Timothy... Timothy was serving in the church at Ephesus. In other words, Timothy was directly involved in the ground zero beginnings of the early church. God used the ministry of Timothy to lay the groundwork for what we're doing right here, right now, this morning. Now, how did all that happen? How does someone like Timothy, we're going to find out, he's not exactly the fellow you probably would have chosen. He's not all that spectacular. And yet God does some spectacular things through him. How does that happen? How does God use someone like Timothy to impact events even today? Now there were... Several things that happened in Timothy's life that led up to that. But Paul notes what one of the major factors was in the letter we call 2 Timothy. It's so in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 5. Paul writes, I've been reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice. And I am persuaded now lives in you also. There was a mom behind all of this. Well, actually, a mom and a grandmother. We don't know a lot about Timothy's family beyond what's recorded in that one verse in Second Timothy. We don't have any information other than this about Timothy's grandmother, Lois. Acts 16.1 records that his mother, Eunice, was a Jewish believer who married a man from a Greek background. They lived in Lystra, which again is in the southern part of Galatia. Some scholars believe that Paul is, is referring to Timothy's mother's Jewish heritage, but most scholars believe that when he talks about her faith, he's referring to her faith in Christ. A belief that she shared with Timothy. Paul describes it as a sincere Faith. A real faith. A bedrock faith. A faith that was obvious. His words, I have been reminded of your sincere faith, they indicate that Paul saw visible evidence of the faith of Timothy's mom. This wasn't just some theological, academic, discussion Paul saw the real thing in Timothy and in his family Now in this short verse Paul reveals the impact of a believing home In Timothy and in Timothy's family Paul saw what he describes as a memorable faith and and that had an impact On Paul. That impact was directly connected to the spiritual heritage that Timothy had in his mother and in his grandmother. And it was an infectious faith. Paul knew many things about Timothy's mother and grandmother that we don't know, he probably knew their occupation. He probably knew what kind of house they lived in. He probably knew whether they were rich or whether they were poor. He probably knew if they were well known in the community. But none of those things were what stuck out in Paul's mind. All of those things that he knew would one day be forgotten. But what would be remembered? What would have the lasting impact? was their faith, their contagious faith, a faith that Timothy caught from them and now was spreading throughout Asia Minor. This memorable, contagious faith had an impact that continues even into today. I'm guessing it has to be frustrating sometimes to be a mom. You dress your child in brand new clothes only to have them come home covered with paint stripes from having slid down a newly painted banister. You spend an hour preparing dinner only to have your child make a peanut butter sandwich because they don't like the smell of Brussels sprouts. You enter your child's cleaned room only to find that everything that was on the floor has now been stuffed into the closet. And that was just one afternoon in my mom's life. Mom's put up with a lot. So today, we acknowledge how important you are to our lives. And what God wants you to understand is you're not just important To your children's lives, you're important to the kingdom of God. Now, we don't know much about Lois and Eunice, but we know the most important thing. They shared their faith with Timothy. There is no greater thing that could be said about a parent than that they shared the love of Christ with their child. Thank you, parents. And today, especially, thank you, moms, for all those times you got us up and brought us to Sunday school. For kneeling with us beside our beds to pray and not laughing when we prayed for our stuffed animals. For driving us to youth meeting but stopping a block before you got there so we could walk the rest of the way and make everybody else think that we drove. Thank you for letting us see your faith lived out. Thank you for giving us an example of being a disciple of Jesus. Thank you for telling us about the love of Christ and for letting us see Jesus in you. What you've done was worth it, not only in the life of your child, but in the life of the kingdom of God. Parenting is not for sissies. It's hard work. You're on task 24-7, and much of that is on-the-job training. They don't put out a manual of about how to get a battery out of your son's ear. They they don't tell you how to do that. Sometimes parenting can be frustrating. The terrible twos give way to the I don't care teens. You, You may wonder sometimes if it's worth it. Well, it is. But not just for your child and not just for your family. In my mind's eye, I see Timothy with his grandmother and his mother sitting there in their house, talking about this man called Jesus. I I see Timothy's mom leading her son in prayer, helping him to know how to talk to God. And then one day helping him to say those words where he would receive Christ as his own Savior. I see his grandmother teaching him scriptures, telling him stories about what God had done in days past, about God's faithfulness. They surely had no idea how God was going to use Timothy in days ahead. In 1 Corinthians 16, Paul's words indicate how significant God's work was through Timothy, especially in the early church. Paul writes, if Timothy comes, see to it that he has nothing to fear while he's with you, for he is carrying on the work of the Lord just as I am. No one then should refuse to accept him. Send him on his way in peace so that he may return to me. I'm expecting him along with the brothers. Paul places Timothy's work on the same level as his own. Timothy's work was crucial to Paul completing his mission endeavor. Despite his young age, God used Timothy in a foundational way during the early years of the church. We gather here this morning... Carrying on the heritage that God used Timothy and others to build. All of that began with that little conversation between a son, a mother, and a grandmother. One of my favorite movies is the Christmas classic, It's a Wonderful Life. Now, admittedly, the theology is a little bit squirrely in that particular movie. But the point is on target. And the point of the movie is that that what you do in life matters. And you've seen the film. You know how God allows uh, George Bailey to see what the world would be like without him. And he comes to recognize that, that everybody has an important role. Everybody does things that have an impact. That's a good thing to remember. Your life has an impact. Now, we don't work our way to salvation. We know that. Our salvation is is 100% entirely in Christ. We are completely dependent on what He's done for us on the cross. We don't earn our salvation. Jesus has already done that for us. But that doesn't mean that what you do in life doesn't matter. What you do to the glory of Christ matters for all eternity. You will not know all the ways that God is going to use what you do both now and years to come. Your life has an impact. Let it have an impact for Christ. That's perhaps nowhere more clear than what God does through the actions of a godly parent. Your words of encouragement as your child takes steps towards faith. Your guidance and direction as your child navigates the trials of life. Your faithful prayers for your child through the years. That has a tremendous impact. And not only on your child. Like Timothy, that impact extends far beyond your family. God used Timothy to expand the church, to encourage the church, to build the church. An impact we're still feeling today. On this day that we celebrate our moms. should be a time that convicts all of us. What you do, in the name of Christ, matters. Heavenly Father, help us to understand the importance of what we do. Sometimes we take it for granted. We go through our daily life thinking that our actions really don't mean that much, that it doesn't really matter what we do, but oh, we couldn't be more wrong. When we live our life for you, what we do takes on eternal significance. What we do today could be impacting people a thousand years from now. If we will simply entrust what we do to you. So help us do that, Lord. As we celebrate our moms today, help us pay tribute to ways they have impacted our lives. As we go into the work week, help us to realize the things that we'll be doing at our jobs, at our schools, at the different places that we will be, that they're not just actions that have no meaning. At least they don't have to be. That What we do on Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday of this week could have eternal impact on our community and on our world. So God, help us. Help us to see that what we do for you has eternal significance. For it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.